Bat's here. Who? The Batman. And welcome to the Arkham Case Files, where the inmates run the asylum. I'm Darren. And I'm Jason. I'm Ian. And tonight we've got a bit of a shorter episode for you because um, with everything that's going on in the world, and we hope everyone's keeping safe and well out there, uh, there hasn't been a huge release from Night this month. We've actually just had the uh, the re-release of the uh, the Sons of Batman, uh, Carrie Kelly, Oliver Queen, uh, Batman and a couple of upgrades for him from the Frank Miller Dark Knight Returns series. So we're not going to go into them in any great detail. Um, I think they're, they're an interesting uh, visual choice, um, but we don't think they're going to be shaking the game up. We're not going to go into the sort of lengths that we have done when we've reviewed the crews and their decks. Um, but what we are going to talk about a little bit is the TTS League that uh, I know that uh, Ian and Jason have both been... Uh, playing in and Jason's put a lot of work into getting the, the mod up on uh, tabletop simulator so that people can play uh, whilst we still can't get to actually see each other face to face. So uh, how are you guys finding it's going? So overall, I mean, I, I like the, uh, the TTS whenever uh, Jason brought it up to me uh, that he was wanting to do that. I, I was all on board. Um, I know I made an announcement in the discord um, kind of helping to support it. Um, uh, uh, Knight was courteous enough to do a miss pack and send me a whole extra of the bird release stuff. So I'm going to be giving away two of those models to one's the winner and then one to a random other person just to kind of support show that we're doing, we want to support these TTS campaigns and just, I don't know. I, I, I'm enjoying it. It's a good way to get games in. Yeah, I've gotten a bunch of games in. I, it's actually kind of crazy. I'm playing one almost every other day. Um, that and I'm also just constantly having tabletop loaded up because I'm updating it constantly. Um, but it's been great. I enjoy all the lists we're seeing. There's a lot of different variety of players, skill, um, you know, understanding of the game, and just overall victory points. And I'm like, this is weird because the second it was very consistent. That's this new water, and you gotta really jump in and with uh, 14 people in a league. Yeah, so, yeah. It, it's running pretty smoothly. I mean, I'm I still need to get my week our third match in, um, but yeah, it's been a, it's been good. Okay, so if you two guys are finding it's, it's working really well, why don't you tell us a little bit about the lists that you're actually running? And um, Ian, you're running, were you running Suicide Squad? Yes. So I have, I have two lists. Uh, I have a real list and then a theory list. Uh, I've ran the real list twice now. But the, uh, so that one is, uh, it's uh, Rick Flagg as my, uh, Rick Flagg is my boss. Katana, uh, the new Bird Harley, uh, 
Deadshot, the new Deadshot, and then Slipknot. Um, for equipment, I gave the aerial locator to Rick Flag, um, extra magazine to Deadshot, and then gave aerial deployment to Slipknot. Um, and basically, this list is all about attacking, and all my cards are I can place uh, scheme markers, but most of them are getting to certain places and uh, just going to certain places like your deployment zone, buildings, things like that, and scoring that way, or doing damage to models and scoring scoring things that way. Um, and it, it works out pretty well. Um, I was a little rusty for the first game, uh, um, but other than that, I mean, it, it, it's been figuring out the deck is uh, what's been very enjoyable with this, with this crew. Uh, the more theory deck is more of a scheme oriented one with uh, I switched out the let me pull it up real quick I switched out um, basically I still have Rick Flag I have Black Orchid Diablo and then the Riddler um, and that is more towards trying to play scheme markers down and messing with your schemes with the Riddler, trying to go first uh, with Mastermind and things like that, and then really using order from um, uh, Rick Flag to constantly have scheme markers put down, and even with five models, having a lot more scheme markers than you do in the first turn. And so which of the two katanas do you actually field in your first list? Is it the Suicide Squad one, the cheaper one, or is it the newer one? The newer one. I think both are the newer one. Yeah, they are, because you sent me your list. Because um, I'm the TO. Yeah. Uh, which I really liked. Yeah, they were interesting. I remember I was talking to Rob, and he was like, my goodness, Suicide Squad are crazy. And I'm like, really? You didn't do that dirty. Um, but the new Harley... I first had mixed feelings on her. I played one game, and I really... Well, I played two games there. But she plays really good. I was a little yeah. surprised. I mean, I know Defense 5 is great, but other than that, I was like, she seems, you know, cool, but do I want to play 98 points for her? She's so similar to Rebirth. And I'm like, no. yeah. I Movement 15 with her, and being able to move twice and still do your special action is ridiculous. Because uh, you can move and then, like, just I think I the think last it's... game I played, I was able to stop like 10 points because of moving her into a spot to deny um, Snitch and then move my opponents away from being able to mm -hmm. score his plot. Yeah, Goat, I didn't realize it was a, um, an opposed willpower, and the exact difference is you can't, the opponent can't effort, or you can't. That's what I'm looking for. You're they the can't one effort to stop it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, which is also just goes for leadership and some of these other roles that were coming up in my games. And it's just like, oh, Goat goes around that. And, you know, if you're... She's not scientific, but if you are, that also comes into play. Um, so which that was really nice. And she's... I don't think she is fast. So I think it's only 13, but you could move twice, which I've done once now. I feel like you never have to move well, she's twice. A, she's, she's adaptable, so you can move twice. Oh, okay. That's well. If she's base move twelve. I've done it. Acrobat, and she's also adaptable. 
I see what you got there. Yeah. The other one was just fast. So in the games that you've played with, your, your first list, have you had any MVP moments in those games? Anything that stands out for you that either went exactly as you expected or anything that just blew you away because you weren't expecting it? So, I mean, obviously, like I, I, I kind of said it, my second game, um, I think it was against Rob, The uh, I still lost that game, but that was more due to some really bad draws. But Harley Quinn, the last activation for that turn for that game, um, she was on the completely other side of the board, moved to the to my opponent's side of the board, goaded, played the card to give an extra special action. So he, she moved twice. She goaded the model outside of the ability, so he couldn't score. Uh, what's the card? Um, VIP. So he moved the VIP, the model uh, in the zone for VIP, moved that one away from that zone to base the base with her, and then she combat flipped into the zone to uh, contest Snitch. So she denied the two cards uh, from him being able to score VIP and denied Snitch that turn. And it was just like he, he didn't see it coming. And, I mean, for 96 points, that one activation there denying about 10 or denying about nine points there for my opponent. And then earlier in the game, denying other points. It, she, she is a complete control. Um, and there's a lot you can do with her. I, I, I have not regretted taking her in every, every time I have. And that, that's really interesting because I've always thought of the rebirth one, the, uh, you know, with the triple stun hammer and the fast and everything else that you get with her as being a go-to, but she's, she's making me want to try the new one now. I, I It's worth the point. So I'll, what, are you, what are you expecting to see if you go into using your second list? So I built this, I built that list more for one, if uh, my opponent wasn't, was playing one of the other factions that didn't have their own deck. Because, I mean, the first list, I can build my own deck with Birds, um, Brave and the Bold, and it's, I completely have basically a full deck of that with a couple of generics. With this, with this deck, it would, with the uh, other Suicide Squad, it was more of a, it had a couple of Brave and the Bold cards from Rick, and then um, the rest of the cards would be just generic. And it's more just uh, even that playing field versus uh, somebody who would, who wanted to play Penguin or wanted to play something else. That's my thought process. And I was like, okay, if I'm going to play the generic deck, I need some ways to actually score cards. And most of those are placing um, um, scheme markers in certain areas and same with a lot of the Batman ones. Yeah, which we only and have... taken that detective. Speaking of your yeah. uh, idea, we only have three players playing generic deck crews, which I'm not exactly surprised about, but out of 14, you're like, you definitely do see people are just not wanting to play the generic deck. Um, and it also, I think it's worth mentioning those players who seem very aware of their crews. They're at like last place just because they cannot score enough points. Uh, for the league, for those not aware, I've decided to not play plot cards with a generic deck crew. So it's if it's Bat Bane versus Batman, no plots are going to be played. It's Batman versus Joker. You right. are going to be playing plots. Uh, I know there's a lot of mixed feelings on plots. 
But I thought this was just enough boost for the generic deck and for the players that just refuse to play bots. I know staff and the Boy Wonders don't really like it. I'm a little mixed feeling. I, I think I do like it more than I don't. Especially not I'm playing constantly games. I'm like, it's not been a problem. How have you uh, noticed bots interacting with your games again? Um, <laughs> they made me not win the first game. Okay. Um, but that was bad placement on me more than anything else. Um, and because it was my I, I my first card was, I was like, oh, I'm going to play the one where he has to get into my deployment zone. And there's a nice little, um, there's a nice little uh, sewer. What is it called? Sewer that was right next to my deployment zone, and Killer Croc went through the sewer on the first turn and got there. He didn't even, I don't even think he knew that that was contesting it, but that literally stopped me from scoring that card for the rest of the game because he was playing Joker yeah. and his biker went into my deployment zone the next turn, oh. and I couldn't get the bikers away. Man. So it's just like, well, I'm, those, those cards aren't out yeah. scoring. Yeah, that's sewers, man. I think we all got to remember series. Uh, what about your other game? Yeah. So the other one wasn't, um, I think I scored, I scored the first one pretty easily. I actually scored the second one, which is, uh, it was assault and I had to take out his Batman. Okay. Um, and then the third plot, I, it was basically was irrelevant. It, it did take a card, um, but I couldn't, there was no way I could actually score it. I forget what it was though. Yeah. Um, uh, I think that one was VIP. I think I drew VIP, and I just couldn't score it, which, oh well. Um, I think there was a way for me to score it, but I didn't have a protective um, thing to actually score it in my hand. Gotcha. Because it was like last turn. Yeah, and I, was... had, I had an objective come <laughs> up last game against Courtmark, and I'm like, oh my goodness, I don't know if I have another protection objective because I have like three or four cards in my deck. And I'm like, I don't have any in my hand. What's going to happen? Uh, I did thankfully have her protection. I was just like, oh man. I don't see him as too bad because realistically, they're mo at most, they're going to take two cards. And if you're not really able to score it, like if it's like a protective one, you only have three protection in your deck. Um, guess what? It's only going to take the first card and you're never going to have to worry about it again. Yeah. And maybe if you do score the protection, maybe you already did the bottom part, so then you won't score them all. Mm -hmm. So it's just, to me, I'm like, it's, yeah, it might take a card or two. Yeah, it's like three to six points, but, um, or two to six points or whatever. I, I don't see it as that big of a deal. I do see the other portion of it being hard, some of those being way harder than others. Yeah. It's a big deal. There's some cards that are just way out of there. It's like, well, this is super easy. Well, this one's crazy. Uh, I think it mostly comes with the generic deck. And there's also a really hard one in, like, Joker. That's like too, way too hard. Um, I think birds and Batman both have really good plots. Haven't haven't looked too hard at league. Uh, leagues leagues yeah. are fair. They're not they're not bad at all. Um, I I wouldn't find myself being too upset if I was using them. I, I think that they they have some. There's there's one or two that are easier to do. I can't. I've not just got the deck in front of me, but yeah. The, as we talked about, you know, in the last cast where we talked about them, they're definitely not too bad at all uh, for the league and definitely, definitely a, a, a big step above the generic ones. Yeah. Yeah. I think the only hard one in that one is the uh, the assassin one. 
I mean, the, where they have to be next to a um, scheme marker, like two inches away from an opponent or friendly I don't scheme think marker. That's that hard, although I played against. It, it's harder later in the game whenever you only have like one left. Oh yeah, because veteran does not help. Veteran does not help with those. Wait, why not? Because veteran is because veteran is only for scoring, scoring your cards, not for scoring oh. or accounting for those cards. Really. I thought it was... Yeah, because it says you can count as that to score. Huh. I thought that was also... Ah, interesting. I could be wrong. I, I don't know. I'd have to double check with, like, Let me G-Bros. pull it up real quick. So then that does bring down the power of veteran and the brave and the bold deck. Because they have a few cards that require detective, and I'm like, oh, cool, you can use their swaths to do that. But that's not the case. Yeah, it's only for... Yeah, it's only for objective cards. So based off the reading that I'm seeing right now, when one of your objective cards requires the possession of a name trait to complete it, this model counts as having that trait. Huh. It can't actually use the trait, but is also able to fulfill. But it is able to fulfill the objective. Hmm. So it's only for objective cards, not for not for those cards. Yeah. So man, Roz doesn't count. Okay. Yeah, you know, at least at least we have though eight assassin models. Just with their henchmen alone. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't think they're really hurting, but I think that definitely does hurt Brave and the Bold a little bit because they got two that require a detective, and you're like, oh, all your spots don't count. <laughs> oh, all right. Learn something new every day. Uh, yeah, unless G Brothers goes over and might be like, guys, to be totally like, wrote that one wrong. It works through plots. So I feel like there's been a few rolls. I love the fact that he's talking to us. Oh, there's been a little delay with all the fire. Is stuff. he back? Like I, I haven't seen I haven't, him post any, anything recently. No, the last one is the other. It's Mini KM. Um, he was the last one to post with the Batman stuff. But you know that he is also okay. an editor, so it works too. I, and if they hear this, I'm still waiting for my my ruling on Gene on Genius yeah, me too. and whether or not I get five activations yeah, or I, not. That's the only reason I did not play Doom Patrol. I feel them. like in Doom Patrol, though, you should. And I was like, I know there's a lot of talk about it. It's like, well, you could take them in Brave and the Bolt. So, what's going on? Uh, anyway, uh, do you mind if I take a uh, stab at my two list? Yeah, yeah your list. Yeah. yeah where are um, yours? Real simple. I ran the bat box for Birds of Prey. Uh, do I wish I did not run the bat box? No, it's been pretty fun. But dropping bud for the bodyguard thug is so much better. Gives you eight rep to buy adaptable and tough skin. For upgrades, I have a camo vest on Montoya. Because I don't have any spare rep for adaptable. Then I took Titan Dose uh, and a grapple gun on the best model. Best edge from the game. Oh, what's her face? Huntress. Played that list once. Super fun. Uh, didn't get a total victory, but did get a victory against League of Assassins. Um, then my other list is the more try-hard one. I have Poison Ivy, Modified Pheromones, Bronze Tiger, Captain Cold, Kite Man with a Camo Vest, and I gave him a Backflow. Then I have Cassandra King. Then I got the Shooty Plant with the night vision and then the 14 rep uh, other mutated plant with the disruptor um, and it comes down to like 349 points so far it's 
one every game it's played. It's just super, you know, like you want to get close to mess up with Ivy. It's like, oh, wait, you got Bronze Tiger. Um, and then you have Order from Captain Cold, so I can order Poison Ivy to drop more suspects around my plants. That has been very helpful. And then I also have Mastermind Strategist from Captain Cold. So I'm able to use my two point strategy cards so I can always do Sister Snarms with Bronze Tiger, or I could just do the Order one more. I've that's really all I can say about the list. Kite Man flies up to go to the highest point, or I place a plant by it, depending on where it is. Uh, yeah, people just not been able to deal with the Ivy. And if they can, if they know how to deal with Ivy, it just isn't compatible with the other two scary models right next to her. Um, I've just been running the generic Ivy deck, except for I'm dropping... Um, what is it? The Pretty Bird card, which is stealth. I dropped that for Medical Crate. I'm feeling weird usually, and the, the loot, or someone was all changes that up with the Die Hard, or oh, there's one other generic card that I like taking. Can't remember. And it's been great. I've been able to achieve basically my whole deck every game. And plots have not been too big of a problem. I'm trying to think of have any standout moments. First game, nothing really happened. The opponent called the game really soon. It was uh, my first activation of turn two. He was playing Modern Age Batman, Robin, and Red Hood Rebirth. He just threw them all in front of me. And he's a really nice guy. Um, I got take take the lead for turn two. I moved Ivy. I mind controlled Red Hood and Robin. So I rolled for Red Hood. He rolled for Red Hood. Failed. Red Hood moved in. KO'd Robin. And then I used Greenweb, my shooty plant. Shot Larita. Then I used In Position. I picked Red Hood. I picked Batman. Then I did Greenweb. Greenweb killed Larita from the shooty plants. Uh, he didn't even take the rolls for Red Hood and Batman. Batman was already base contact of Bronze Tiger and Poison Ivy at the start of his activation, so I was just, you know, gonna probably KO yeah. either Red Hood, who already effort three times, and then Batman. And then whoever I don't KO, if he does not immediately activate within Bronze Tiger, is gonna punch him out. And he called it. We had zero VP on the game. I had to talk to Stephanie. So I was like, what do you do when the opponent calls it before anyone scores a point? Um, so I don't know. We had we had a fun time talking about that. I ended up doing the person who was, quote unquote, going to win, scores half of their total deck in points, not cards. Um, and then the loser scores a fourth. And... You know, models that were dead count as casualty points, and models that were knocked out would also, because it's like you got three turns then, or two to three turns to finish them. Figure that seemed sort of fair. Yeah. But, you know, I definitely was like, oh, my control strong. And that really made me think of, well, how do you beat Ivy? And I came up with a few ways. I don't think players are using Die Hard as a resource nearly enough. It is super good just to have a 
you know, move up to a crate and manipulate it. And then it's like four inches of you can't do anything to me. You know, it's your safe bubble. And I'm seeing people just either play too aggressive in Ivy. And then it's like, well, here you are in my face and I'm going to use your models against you. Um, or just having Court Mark. I was watching his game and I played him for round three. His big trick has been using the smoke resource card from League and his Titans crew. So he'll blow up a marker with smoke, putting blind down Ivy. And Ivy can't have line of sight now, so she can't do protect me. And she's also blocking on sixes. So then he'll move in and be like, I'm going to get you. Uh, And that seemed to be really effective. Because that card's only one resource point. You have three in your deck. So if you want to deal with Ivy, go for that. Um, so yeah, that was first game. Second game, I played the Bat Box uh, versus League of Assassins, as I already mentioned. Who I also played this guy with my TO list, which was pretty funny. It was like, oh, we're back again. Um, nothing really awesome happened. He ran Malcolm Merlin, and Malcolm's just like not worth it. He's like, rate of fire one bow. Oh, I can't hit anything, actually. You have Camelbats or your Acrobats. Then he ran the bow with the the falconer. Basically the same problem. I just acrobated it. And he's like, oh, that's it. And I'm like, that's it. This whole game was a struggle, though, to play because his mic did not work. So every action he typed out. And I'm like, oh, my God, this is crazy. Um, Huntress and Black Canary, they're just kind of like, they don't have teamwork, but man, they they work great as a team. I was able to just use scissors and arms, shoot someone with a crossbow in Canary's activation, then persuasive someone else. That someone else goes, I'm like, they can't do anything. Huntress go shoot someone else. And that one, I just kept using the ammo crate card because Huntress has to get ammo. You're going to both do that super fast. Um, only other moment of awesomeness was. At the end of the game, or no, at turn three, which I thought was the end of the game, but I lost track, I used Harley's resource card. I moved, like, that suspect marker, I blew up my two birds, all of his henchmen, then I moved Harley in, goaded someone closer to me, and knocked out, it was either three models or two models in this activation that were basically full. And then next activation, I cleaned up with someone else, and I just started scoring the knockout three model card, just constantly because you know you can score cards in the opponent's turn. So I just doubled up on that one, and yeah, that's the game. Played against Corp. I don't think there was really anything notable. It's just we were very. He stayed far away from me because scary Ivy. Then. At turn two, moving into turn three, Damien was just like an inch too close. Ivy mind controls Damien. Damien moved in. His Dick Grayson moved in. And then turn three, I got the activation just because he used his pass markers. And I had plus one. Mind controlled them both. They knocked each other out. Well, first we smacked Damien. Um... No, no, we green webbed Damien out. We one activation I knocked both of them out. Um, and he failed with his leadership rolls. Braunsteiger did not attack anyone though that game, and Captain Cole did not shoot anyone that game. 
they were all just together in the opponent's deployment zone because it was was a standoff where you're right next to each other and you can't attack turn one. And I just sat around and he was just like on the buildings running away from me, trying to score as many points as he can. And Oracle, my goodness, Oracle is so strong. The most annoying model in this game, I think. She just kept moving my VIP marker out of range because her ability doesn't say suspects, it just says markers. So she just, just kept tow trucking that out. And I'm like, oh, I'm not in range for like two turns. Um, and I can't target her with any of my abilities that deal damage or affects her models. Um, and I can't hurt her. So I was just like, what do I do? I just got to deal with it. him constantly trying to steal my deck. And his suspects were nowhere by me. So there was no chance to remove her that way. And that's my three games. I did yeah. also play as a TO. I don't really have anything to mention. I was playing Joker. Uh, I played Gaggy, which was a lot of fun. Uh, I basically just poisoned myself, though. I played one game versus League. I poisoned all my henchmen from Gaggy <laughs> just to achieve the plot card. And then he moved in. He did attack Roz. That was funny. Didn't do anything. I, I just was playing for fun. I was trying to like teach them a little more of like... You know, oh, you can do this, and blah, 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 get points that way. You know, be helpful to you, guy. Yeah. The league tabled me. I'm not surprised. He ran Roz, and the Roz card's super good when you can get rid of the model around me from Protect Me. Then game two, I played against Bane, which ended up being 23 to 26. Um, me at the lead, but still a tie. Bane did die. Bane died from Chuckles and from Poison. And the axe tried effort, you know, getting rid of the free efforts. Um, but yeah, it was a good game. Good games. And my next one's versus the Court of Owls. So I look forward to that. My base goes to just Gaggy, Ar- Arkham Asylum Joker, you know, basic henchman. Yeah. Nothing too other crazy. The other one's the Red Hood, the Ratcatcher, right? I have not played yet because I feel like as the TO list, I'm just. Ratcatcher seems a little annoying to deal with. And Red Hood Joker blowing up suspect markers. Yeah, that's all I got to say on it. Okay, so how is the league actually shaping up? To Are you running four uh, rounds, did like, you say? We were going to run three and then a fourth, maybe. But by popular demand, there's going to be four rounds. Because everyone's like, I want a fourth round. Rob told me that and I asked. It's like, oh, that's majority of eight people. So we're going to do that. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think what else about the league besides just me updating Tabletop Simulator. Um, I have all like the you know missions and map preset with the deployment zones. I think it's helping players a lot. Um, just play their games faster. We got baggies with all your crews in it. So games are getting done relatively quick. I think most of mine have been round three to five hours, which five hours was a lot, but I've also played a game where someone texted out manually a reaction, so that one took a while. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Ian, do you have anything to say about, like, TTS, the league formatting? So I don't know what it is about... I, I, I would think four rounds of Batman should be, like... I should be done in, like, two hours. Way less than that. But for some reason with this... I don't know if it's TTS or if it's the new rules it's like 
and it might just be trying to learn I, everything and all the new interactions it's a little and bit things that, like I do that. think it's TTS. I feel like this game it's a bit TTS. I think it it's taken a long yeah. it does take a little bit longer than I'm expecting it to because I mean I, I'll be honest I've played other games with TTS and like I can play an Infinity game in two and a half yeah. hours yeah. and that has way more activations than this yeah and no, no, no. definitely has just as in-depth rules. So I'm just, I, I don't, it might just be, I think there's less talking with Batman and people are, with TTS, you have to talk. Maybe. Yeah. To, there's a few. T- like, hey, this is what I'm doing. This is what I'm going to be doing. This is what I'm trying to do. And I, I think that's just a shift in how people play the game. Yeah. Um but I don't, that's just my opinion. Is, I mean, me and Chris, of it. I don't know. Uh, shout out to Chris. He's been helping me a lot. We've been trying to speed things up, like we're adding HUDs to all the models. I got to add the other ones to the generic decks. Cruz, that's been helping because then you're not fiddling around with dice. Third, definitely did speed up the setup phase. And you can tell that a lot in TGS. But I think that's a good point about talking. Oh, yeah. I'm constantly trying to ask my opponents, like, hey, do you have any cards you can play right now? Because you can play cards in my activation. <laughs> As resources or not, and it's yeah. just like now I'm waiting for his response, and he's looking. And I feel like a lot of times we're playing with a lot of newer players; they're not really sure what all their cards do off the top and of their head, it, which is totally fine. And it's all, it's all new. I mean, it's all new additions. Everything. Yeah. I'm sure everything will get faster as, as we all play. Yeah. I just, I, I, I made that observation. I'm like, four hours for this game should not. Yeah. It should not take four hours because my last two were definitely four hours. Mm-hmm. I played another game that only got about two rounds in as a practice yeah. until um, my computer crashed um, and everything fell down around it. Um, that I mean, it was shaping up to probably be about four hours mm-hmm. to p- finish that game. Uh, um, but it was, I mean, it's, I, don't, I don't know. Yeah, I think it's also part of this mentality. I mean, a lot of players here, one, we're in different time zones. Some people are either just waking up or they're just have been wait very long and you don't quite realize it. But also we're just in the comfort of our own homes. We're not being rushed because we're in like a tournament environment where other people are finishing games. Um, yeah. So there's a little bit of that too. I'm still trying to like workshop how to get people to play faster. Like a scientist checking his guinea pigs. Like what are you guys doing? How do I make this faster? Like, you noticed, I have it all set up with, like, basically magnets for your decks. Because I'm sick of seeing people just have, like, their problem with their deck. I do like, like okay, how do I fix this? And now I'm having this. I, I think I got it pretty good. I think the only thing I'm having trouble with is uh, your health block thing. For some reason, one like, whenever I do it, even if I'm hosting, I can't mess really? with that at all. Right. I, so I don't know if it's an add-on. Add-on that it's other players can do it. I'm having okay. trouble actually manipulating I, it. But I can talk to you offline. About yeah, it. offline you can talk to me about it. Um, I'm trying to work that through. Right now, I think it's part. You got to make sure you have the most current models because I am updating it. So if you have like objects in your saved object, those don't get updated. So it's like. You know, if that's pre-update, you're going to want to delete that and redo it. Because I know Courtmark had one where... No, I, I, I'm not the one who designed the HUDs originally. I got it from some dude who made it for RPG games. So it was designed for, like, the host to see all these stats. And for the players just to be aware they're doing damage. Yeah. 
which is already a tough beat because it's like both players need to know they're dealing damage here. And the permissions, I, I guess I probably shouldn't go on this on the cast, but there is this really cool HUD. There's a lot of workshop going on with it, but it shows like your stun and blood damage above each model's head. And it also shows all the counters like um, poison, freeze, cold, fire above. Really cool. And once it gets working, it works super well. And it also has this little movement module, which I will be doing an update for because me and Chris figured out how to actually get it properly measuring distance. Because <laughs> it measured from the center, and that was a problem. Because then you're like an inch to a half an inch too short or a little bit too big. And it's like, well, this is a, well, you're never too big, but you're always too short. So now that we got that fixed, I got to go through every model and properly do it correctly. Um, yeah. And there's a few other ideas I have coming up, but we'll see how that goes. I know Stefan's telling me I need to get some sort of way to like show the deployments, like a little button that you can click which map you're playing on and it will just like show your deployments. He's not shut it up. Every time I, I, well, I mean, like, do that. But I think I, I think I got a few I, I I agree with that. But there's a there's a already a button on TTS to make grid lines, and honestly, that's good enough. Yeah. And each there's that. you can just use that, and that's about four inches each. Well, you can manually change the grids. Honestly, yeah, yeah, they could be good. two inches. I think the smallest, or is an inch the smallest? I think it's two inches at the smallest in TTS. The one map I have does already have grids pre-built on it, and they're each an inch. Yeah, I don't know. I I do have a couple ideas though for the one that that's just far off the table. No, I'm just like, how do I do this? Um, especially because it's just there's so many different ones. Like I saw some people doing it for 40k. That's like, well, this is simple. It's just eight yeah. inches there. It's either you're facing each other or it's slight corners. Batman, it's like you got four corners. You got we're all together. Like, you know, the area is very yeah. much can use every part of the board. Your deployment zone, which I love, just makes it yeah. a tad bit harder for deployment stuff. Um, that's why for the league, I'm really trying to do the vector lines. It's it takes a bit on my end, but uh, yeah, I think that's all I got to say on TTS. I love it. If you have okay, well, it, you should, but be aware it does take longer than expected yeah. to play. And uh, let us know how you get on with any of that and if you could do have any feedback because uh, you keep it updated on the Discord when um, when you've put new updates in there. If you're wanting to get involved in the league, your parents yeah. go up on there pairings, as well, don't they? Uh, they're in yeah. the Reborn League pairing because that's where they are. Then I got the campaign discussion, which is just people talking about like the league and all that stuff. Um, I got the development page where I'm trying to always be like, this is what I'm doing, which I'm constantly working on. I'm now just trying to figure out when exactly should I post it because I don't want to like wait three days after and actually upload it. Because that's what happened with the Batman crew because I'm like, I'm almost done. Oh, wait, no. Not almost done. There's like 40 other Batman models. <laughs> Batman's so huge. <laughs> and we just got three more. <laughs> yeah. You know, I added those ones quickly. I'm just like, man, all right. So, uh, I think uh, I think we've we've covered uh, really how the TTS is going there. Like we said, guys, we wanted to keep this one short. Uh, we hope everyone's looking after themselves. If you've got any feedback for us or anything that you do want us to cover, you know, depending on what the release schedule is from night, because obviously they're working in lockdown as well. 
um, let us know. Uh, we can always try and cover it for you. Um, and I'll just say, Ian, is there anything else you want to just run over quickly? No. Uh, continue painting. Continue playing, guys. And um, Jason, for I you? Tim Drake. We got Kerry Kelly. Uh, Kerry Kelly's amazing. <laughs> oh, and I've not painted at all with tabletop. I've been working on it constantly. It's been a month now. I have the obvious stuff literally sitting in a pile and <laughs> built. The universe just won't let me do it. I'm the, I'm the same thing. I have all my third edge. All my third edge stuff is still unpainted. Great. Uh, we, I've, I've, my brother has just managed to finish a um, the a Ferris wheel, not the one that you get in the box, but one of the ones that came from a, an MDF kit. So we're starting to get our tables together. So we're, I might have some of my stuff painted sooner rather than later. Um, but yeah, um, like I say, guys, we'll keep you updated. We'll keep things going on the Discord for you. And uh, thank you for listening. Uh, this was the Arkham Case Files, where the inmates run the asylum. This is an appeal on behalf of Jason Thompson. Please, please, Knight put this man out of his misery. How long must he wait before he can have his Tim Drake? To all our listeners, get in touch with Knight. Bombard them. Jason needs Tim, and only you can help. Mm-hmm.